hello, hello, everybody. Welcome back, finally. We're here with you to pick up season four. We're on episode six of the Ben versus Noel of Felicity podcast. I'm Brianna. I'm Kristen. Woo, welcome back. Guess who's back? Back again. Ben versus Noel. Tell a friend. Wow, but... I thought I was hoping that would end a while ago. Um, oh no, that was really good. I don't like that you hate my singing so much. Oh shoot, that was good. Um, Phil asked me this morning, and he's like, "I haven't heard you do a podcast in a while." I'm like, "Well, yeah, there hasn't been time." We're so back. We've been a little busy, <laughs> right? We're back today, Phil. I know. Do we like say anything now, or do we wait for lifestyle categories? I think we gotta wait. Well, I mean. Obviously, we've been away because you were getting married. Right. Those of you who follow us on social media, i.e. Instagram, would know that. You know, Ben versus Noel on Instagram. It's where you can find the most up-to-date information on the pod. If we ever need to take breaks, that's where we tell you. You're missing a lot of funny content. This was probably the longest break. And we it was because we had the bachelor and shower weekend. We had You had a cannonball rally. Yep. We had the wedding. Then you had your honeymoon. So, yeah. Which we'll get into deets, like, definitely later. I know. I feel like even when we go in between seasons, we never take a break this long. Not going to lie. It was pretty nice not having to worry. I know our editor was very happy to not have to edit any of those weeks either. It's true because it takes us only about 45 minutes to do an episode and it takes Mark hours to edit. So Hours and hours and hours. Right. <laughs> Which is funny. I mean, we can dive more in this dive more into this in lifestyle categories anyways. But while Mark and I were honeymooning in Michigan with this other voice on the call, who is Kristen, we all three talked about if we want to do another podcast after this together. And I thought Mark would for sure say no, but he was like, yeah, I could be in on that. So it was just kind of funny. It was a very like iffy and it was like had to be of his approval and like, for example, the OC or something. But Right. Mark will only do the OC podcast and only if it's the three of us. I would, I wouldn't mind doing some Survivor. You know, Survivor would be cool. It's just the logistics behind it because, you know, do you need to talk about every, like every episode one at a time, you know, but I know I've thought about it too. That podcast will keep us going for years and years and years. Wow. That'd be tough. That'd be tough. Well, I will say as I was watching this episode last night entitled, Oops, Noel did it again. It felt good to like be back into the swing of things because there's so much left in season four. And then that's, it's just, it's done. Yeah, it was a decent episode. I think I needed a break because the episodes were getting so mundane. It was just, I needed a break. So we're back. I feel fresh. I feel like I'm ready to kick off the rest of season four. Boom. So I think the biggest thing that happens in this episode is that we meet Lauren who without Lauren in this episode, Noel doesn't spill the beans, but we do meet Lauren and we find out that Ben's dad is not doing very well. He's in liver failure. It's Felicity's 21st birthday. Noel's in like the job slump. So there's a lot of stuff going on in this episode. Yeah. So we start the episode, like you just said, it's Felicity's birthday Ben has a big gift for her, and it's like, oh, you're so sweet. Like, whatever. It's a toboggan or something. What is your reaction when you wake up the morning of your birthday, or I'm sorry, the day before your birthday, and Phil slides over this gigantic package, and it's a fucking sled? Well, luckily, the sled is, like, it's a pre preemptive to, like, his actual gift, which is, like, a getaway to Vermont. So I feel like that's a great gift. 
But if it's just a toboggan, no. And I'm sorry, one more question about the Vermont thing. So we've heard about Vermont a few times because that's where Ben and Julie went in season one. So I guess my question is, is he bringing Felicity to the same spot? Does Felicity remember this? And she's like a little jealous. I mean, you know, probably not because she just doesn't really get jealous. But I just thought of that. I'm just like, huh. Yeah. Recycled. True. It takes a lot for Felicity to get jealous. Um, It's true. So yeah, I felt like, it's about time to see these two getting along. It's a very cute moment. I feel like they've had a lot of tension. So he basically says, you know, Trevor's going to take notes for him. He can miss a day of class. She said she has to give a thing in her art class, a critique, so they can go after that around noon. Good. And they get interrupted by Sean, who's tired. Who, again, doesn't knock on the door. I mean, are you kidding me? And it's it's a call for Ben. And... Sean is tired because him and Megan are trying to come up with a name for their company. Sean Shirts or Megan Lomania? I love Megan Lomania. I do too. It sounds like Megalomania. I know, exactly. Mega. Sean Shirts sounds like the dumbest name I've ever heard. Yeah, it's like it sounds like a place that you would go to like a shore town. You know, like Jersey Shore, for example, and you would be and like, like the let's, screen let's, print T-shirts. Yeah, let's hit up Sean Shirts and grab something cheap, quick on the way out. You know, that will go GTL. Exactly. Jim Tan Laundry for those people who don't know that. <laughs> um, yeah, I like megalomania or whatever she wants to call it. So the call is from Lauren. Ben's dad is sick. Ben's dad is sick. And the, sorry, Chris and I are going to have a lot of feelings about the dad stuff in this episode. But like the last time we saw Ben's dad was the creepy episode where he like tries to kiss Felicity. And then Ben basically like cuts him out of his life. So hearing that his dad is in liver failure, he's in the hospital in New York, which was weird. It was just weird, right? Because his dad lives in California. It's like, why is he in New York? But Ben is very, not removed, but he's very like, just kind of trying to like wash his hands of the situation. I don't know. I don't have a relative that is like an alcoholic. So I don't understand the logistics behind that and the feelings, but tough, right? Yeah. I mean, Ben is very he's very non-committal to the whole thing. So, and this is where we meet Lauren. You guys may recognize her from house. Yeah. Or she's on that like girlfriend's guide to divorce or whatever. Oh yeah. Um, which I really didn't watch, but I always thought it looked good. So Ben is acting very like shrug offish of her, when she's talking to him. And it, basically his, his dad was her sponsor and she has all these feelings for like for him in like a healthy way. Like, Kind of like they're not dating. No, kind of like we see if you watch Grey's Anatomy and Richard Weber's sponsor is Millie or what's her name? I'm not really sure. Oh, yeah, I forget. And he's, you know, when she dies, he's just beside himself. So there's that's a very strong connection. Basically, like Ben goes into his dad's room and his dad is trying to like make small talk and, you know, he's got the tubes everywhere. And Ben is just basically like, what am I doing here? You know, like, you called me, I'm here, like, what do you want? He does not want to go through any of, like, the pleasantries or the small talk. And his dad, like, drops this bomb that he wants Ben to be his um, power of attorney. So Ben is going to be power of attorney, which means, you know, for those of you that don't watch Grey's Anatomy, that he is going to make his dad's medical decisions for him when, you know, presumably soon his dad is no longer able to. Because his dad is doing this sober. And again, 
I don't understand, like really understand anything about alcoholism or addiction, but man, I feel like whenever there's pain medication involved, you want to take it. Like that just seems really like awful. Especially if you're going to die. I mean, he's about Especially to die. if you're going to die. And like, so we find out his dad is 67 days sober, which he's mentioned to Ben a couple of times. And in my head, I was thinking the same thing. Like, yeah, dad, you mentioned that. Like, I fucking get it. You're sober. You know, because how many times has Ben been through this? How many times has he heard the same spiel? And he just seems like fed up with it, which I have to like, you know, I can't fault him for that. Yeah. But then it's interesting because his dad said, this is, no, you don't understand. This is the longest I've ever gone without having a drink, which like, that's not that long. I mean, 67 right. days is like a little over two months. So that's crazy. Ben kind of, that's kind of the end of that scene, but he's in rough shape. He's dying. Meanwhile, Felicity, she's giving her critique and it's not going well, whatever. You know, he's just rude. Okay. Like I really liked the painting that, or the drawing that she was talking about. I thought it was cool and like a different take on a spoon. He didn't have to be such a dick about it. Hey, Cavallo, calm it down. What was on? I didn't, I must have missed it. (laughs) You know, so their assignment was they had to draw spoon. But this girl, instead of drawing, like, the spoon, she drew, like, her reflection, what it looked like in a spoon. So it was, like, spoon shape, but it was her face, like, very caricature-esque. Oh, got it. Yeah. thought it was cool. Whatever. So she's, like, she's like very, like, taken aback by it. And, like, she's very, like, all of a sudden self-conscious. And so she, like, asks him for some, like, TA advice because he didn't choose her. And he, like, awkwardly asks her to go to lunch. Just the two of them. Yeah. Meanwhile her and Ben reconnect and he is wants to go out of town, which she thinks they're not. And so they're deciding to leave the next day, whatever on her actual birthday, I guess it's all the same day. Yeah. I think the next day, right. is her actual birthday. So she's like, wants to go after she has lunch with Cavallo. So I like the advice Elena gives her on this lunch with Cavallo because, you know, in case anybody forgot, Elena had the affair with, Prince, uh, Prince Humberdink, uh, but you didn't think you'd ever have to hear me say that again, did you? No. Uh, I can't even think of the teacher's name. Right. So yeah, she is giving Felicity some advice and blah, blah, blah. Whatever. It doesn't matter. Felicity goes to lunch and it's awkward. Like he, well, it does like, it doesn't have to be except it's in Felicity's head. And then they're talking about this museum over by Stanford and he grabs Felicity's hand to like outline it a certain way and it gets awkward. And she like, my big thing with this is, like, can he not read her body language? Because she is, like, I mean, every muscle, like, in her neck is, like, tense. And she's just, like, she almost looks like she's trying to, like, I don't know. But it seems very apparent. And it's interesting to me that he doesn't pick up on that. But you're right. I mean, it is in her head. So she's, like, analyzing every single thing. But then she, like, confronts him about it, which I don't think I would be able to do that. But, like, good on her. Yeah. And he kind of tells her, no, he's involved with somebody. He's like, but I commend you for coming forward. Then she sees him like kind of walking out with that student. He's got like the hand, his hand on the small of her back, the one he gave a bad critique to. Gretchen. Spoon yeah. girl. So I don't know, more to come, I guess. I mean, I'm sorry, spoiler alert, but like there isn't more to come. Like we don't oh. ever see anything else about that storyline again. And it was just really weird because they like panned to Felicity's face and like her watching it. And it's just kind of like perplexed and like, I didn't read too much into it. I think I'm right. But yeah, we never hear about it or see anything about it again. So it's really weird. And just, did they just kind of decide not to go along with I don't know. It's just interesting. Yeah. Um, meanwhile, Ben is struggling with this whole, his dad dying thing. It's floundering a little bit with this. 
Yeah. And so then we kind of let's we'll bring in Noel. Noel Noel's whole storyline here is pretty fucking hilarious. He <laughs> loathes his job as whatever he is he a counselor. The guidance counselor. Like it's just you're just seeing this like parade of students coming in with these just just stupid problems like these they're not twins I guess they're sisters or friends Tammy and Gabby yeah who live in the lacrosse portion of the dorm anyways he he moves them into Felicity and Elena's apartment lots of questions how do these freshmen who thought it was a good idea to stay in an all boys dorm first of all how does that happen second of all how is the next logical place to just place them it just happens to be in the upperclassmen apartments? I have, yeah, a lot of questions also, but we'll, I guess we'll just overlook that one. I guess in Noel's mind, it's a quick fix. He knows Megan moved out. There's a free room. Done. But he doesn't even, like, it's not even his decision. Like, he's on the phone with the housing office, and he's like, I don't even care. Put them wherever. Oh, right. And how, did the, how does the housing department know Megan actually moved out? Who cares? Right. Valid. So... They go move in and it's driving everybody nuts except Richard who loves it. And Noel is just like applying for jobs. He's Javier comes in to discuss the toilet paper situation at the school. So here's where we know Javier's still in school. It's been an ongoing question with you and I. Correct. Noel, Noel goes on for job interviews and Felicity kind of finds him like laying on his office floor. I can't tell <laughs> if he's drunk or not, but he's just like just self self-loathing right now. Is that a real song? The Lonesome Loser song? I don't know. Cool, me either. It was very reminiscent of first season Noel when after the hotel room with him and Felicity when he's laying on his floor listening to Everybody Hurts by R.E.M. Mm, right. Great song. Yep. Love it. So he wishes Felicity a happy birthday and then he is like, well, what's going on? Why are you like alone? And she lets him. So Ben has asked Felicity not to tell anybody about his dad. Correct. So he's He's asking her where Ben is, and she said, oh, his dad's in town, and we're going to go up tomorrow. Then Noel's walking home. Next weekend. Oh, yeah, next weekend. And Noel's walking home and sees Ben with Lauren on the street. And it looks, like, shady if you're not knowing the situation. The girl's got flowers. flowers. She's upset. They're hugging. So, yeah, so Noel's in, like, just some different headspace. He seems very, not sad, but just, like, you're right, like, kind of down in the dumps. It's crazy to think about a job market like this where you go on so many interviews and it's just like, nah, nope. You know, what is he, four months after graduation or whatever, and he's just like feeling like such a failure that he doesn't have a job in his field. It's just like crazy to think that that was the mentality surrounding college not that long ago. So it was just kind of like very crazy to watch. But to the Ben and Lauren thing, so Lauren like calls Ben and tell him his, tells him his dad is worse and like if anything else, he should come and say goodbye and so they have this moment, this moment like down on the, you know, his front stoop or whatever. And I don't know, it made me not uncomfortable, but it just must be a really weird feeling for Ben, like listening to this stranger, like pour her heart out about his father, who has been like so absent in his life and who he's like never been close to, you know, she tells him he's been like a father to her. But then you on the flip side of that, that he talks about Ben all the time. And then like he gets emotional and she's emotional and they do like, they share that moment that Noel of course happens to see. Right. New York must be a really small city for them to always run into each other. (laughs) So we kind of get to like the climax of the episode. So it all, it's all this weird, like domino effect. So Richard has a crush on these twin girls that aren't twins that moved in. And he is just, foaming at the mouth over them and then he realizes they both like Noel and he comes out while 
while Elena's leaving a message for Noel. Noel about the girls living there. And she's like yelling at him. And he, Richard comes out and he's like, of course they want Noel. First Noel has sex with Felicity. And then he, they want these girls. And it all gets recorded on this message. I've got a real problem with this storyline. I like, as soon as we finished the episode last night, I had to have a chat with Mark about it because, you know, okay. So they go to the loft. They tell Megan and Sean, they have this, yeah, Megan and Sean, that they have this secret. So Elena can erase the message. And they erase it and nothing else comes of it. It was just such a stupid plot in this episode that didn't need to be there. I don't understand why they did it. Mark's like, well, maybe they needed some comedic relief. No, like they don't do that in this show. Like just waste. I don't know. But I guess that's how Schmegan is born. So maybe something did come out of it. But it was just kind of like silly and stupid. Yeah, because what's the point? Yeah, they go over there, they erase the message and then it's done. And yeah, Schmegan, almost kind of like the first iteration of a celebrity mashup, like Benifer or... Wow. Yeah, that was like right in this right in this time frame, huh, where they're mishmashing names together. Right. And like the heartbreaking thing about this episode is it's heartbreaking for a lot of characters, but mainly for Ben because he goes back to the hospital and his dad is just like just not in a good state. And he's talking to the doctor and trying to figure out what to do. And he's so torn because his dad doesn't want to be put on a machine. His dad doesn't want drugs. His dad doesn't want this. But yet it's this 21-year-old kid seeing his father like this. And all he wants to do is help. But he's got, like, the doctor in one ear and Lauren in the other. And he just kind of bails. He's like, I can't deal with this. And that's when he goes back to the loft and sees Noel. Mm -hmm. And, like that's when everything just hits the fan. Yeah. And I'm going to say it like, I have a real problem with this doctor in this show. Like, I feel like he's almost (laughs) trying to get Ben to like, no, 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 it's fine. I mean, that's like a legality issue right there. You can't just be like, no, no, it's fine. If he has pain meds, I mean, you know, whatever. Like, I guess his father didn't sign anything, but he, as far as like a don't bring me back to life or I don't, I don't really know, but the doctor was just annoying. Yeah, I agree. Like, you've got Noel at the counter, like, you know, making something to eat, and Noel's in a bad mood because of what he thinks he witnessed and everything else that's gone on throughout the day. And Ben comes in. Noel, like you said, like, Noel doesn't know anything what's going on. Ben doesn't know anything what's going on with Noel. But they both just, like, intersect with each other at the worst possible time. And Noel just starts picking at Ben, as he should, because history is just not on Ben's side with situations like this. We all know what you're doing. And what's that? Well, you've graduated and you're just, you're just hanging around as a guidance counselor. It's pretty obvious, man, that you're just, you're just waiting around for. No, I'm not, I'm not waiting for anyone. I need a job. Yeah, I need a job right down the hall from her. Yes. Come on, man, give it up. It's been years. She was never yours. She never will be. So just accept it and move on. You're never going to have her, all right? I already did. Yeah, I'm not talking about some freshman crush. Neither am I. he just like throws it in Noel's face and Noel just he's like I have had Felicity right and it's just like it takes Ben a couple like seconds to realize it but then you just see it in his face and he just like leaves and it's like my heart just like broke for him because what a bad day what else can happen what a real bad day yeah you know 
Fuck. It's tough. I just have written down like, oh my God, no, come on. Well, and it's like, this really wasn't that big of a fight when you think about like Joss, not Jocelyn, but just kind of like the pokes him and Noel have taken at each other. What? But it just seems like it was just like so ready to come out of Noel that at some point this was going to come out mm-hmm. and it just happened to be now. So yeah, yeah, it's real tough. So then Ben goes to the hospital. You think he's going to go see Felicity, but he goes to the hospital to try to like understand exactly what he should be doing. And um, Noel goes over to Felicity's and tells her, and she's so calm. She's like, why would you do that? Like, but she doesn't yell. Like I would be upset. First of all, what the fuck are those girls doing there while she's like opening her present? Whatever. You know, she asks Noel, like, why would you do that? And like, then he basically just like backs away and like leaves. And she just sits there because she knows like her whole world is like, just, it has crashed in front of her. No doing of her own. Well, you know, I mean, it was doing of her own, but you know, it coming out was not, it just seemed like this episode was the first episode that like you said, they're like back on track. They're happy. And it almost seems like it has pushed so far back in her mind now that she's kind of finally able to like let it go and move on. And then Noel just lets it all out. Yeah. So that's kind of where we end it. Ben is with his dad and he's like, dad, like wake up basically. Like they said I could have more time with you, whatever. Yeah. So, but that's the big thing that he, what happens when he goes back to the hospital is he tells the doctor he wants to like put his dad on a ventilator and give him drugs. So he's comfortable because the doctor said that there's a chance he can go back on the transplant list. And the moment in the hospital with Ben's and his dad is like, it's one of the saddest ones to like watch, but I appreciate that he is just like whispering throughout this part because it's just so like, it's a very like intimate moment between him, him and his dad, but he, you're right. Like he's basically telling him I did this to try to save you because I want, there to be hope for like more time with us yeah so so sad and like the episode just ends and that's it it's just like a lot of stuff happens in this episode but it's it's all just like really heartbreaking and like really sad yeah it's very triggering very triggering Mo- for sure more so for you probably yeah because we have a sad. we have a dead dad everybody so it's fine. We, have, we have a dad <laughs> we don't need to get into the deeds but um so yeah that's that's that. I'm just trying to think if there's anything else. Like it's, it was disappointing. in like the Sean and Megan stuff, like we didn't really get a lot of that. And like all the other stuff in this episode is just pretty pointless. I think it was just kind of like fluff. Mm-hmm. So I feel like, yeah, I feel like we're ready for Mark's corner or should we call it husband's corner? Am I right? Ooh. Ooh. I mean, yay, but boo. Bad joke. Mark. Oh, hey, Kristen. Oh, hey. Long time. No yeah. see. Well, I miss you guys. Hey listeners. Um, so I, had some troubles getting back into the swing of things here, unlike you guys, it seems. Um, but I did have a couple of notes here. So my like this week in the episode, you guys already mentioned it, but just seeing Noel like sprawled out on the floor, just singing to himself and like wallowing in his own misery. Like I, I really appreciated that again, even though it wasn't really like a uplifting moment. But it's just like little glimpses into into Noel's life because we don't often get we don't have to get the characters just kind of like on their own. It's always some sort of like drama where they're together or talking or whatever. And if I can just insert something, it's like real, like it's a very good example of how we all don't get what we want right away. We all don't get that first dream job. Anyways. You can't always get what you want. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. It felt real. So um, dislike, you know, we've been ragging on in the whole series, but Ben's hair 
did he have like a run-in with some angry like stylist having a really bad day or something because his hair looks bad again and i think you really get that because in the flash like in the previous leon felicity it's last season when he's like in the fight with his dad and his hair is like pretty good (laughs) sure yep uh my unpopular opinion um, I, I actually do like that Nolan Felicity's indiscretions finally come to light. Um, and I didn't like how they came out, but it's kind of like that. It was always kind of hanging over them, but also good. Like you should feel bad about that because you guys did a bad thing and you're trying to hide it. So yeah. fuck you guys. Exactly. Again. And then on the set, um, why is there only one bathroom in the apartment? They're like waiting in Felicity's room, like banging on the door. To use the bathroom. To use the bathroom. Yeah, I don't get it. So you're telling me they have to walk through Felicity's room to go to the bathroom? That seems a little which now, what it seems like. Yeah, which now appears to be Felicity and Elena's room. Mm, uh-huh. See, the rooming, yeah, the housing situation in that apartment, like, we just never really get, like, a full glimpse of what it's actually like. Because you're right, the bathroom seems like it's in Felicity's room. It seems like the twins share a room. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Hmm. Hmm. that's all i got uh sorry I'll, I'll try to come back next week with a little more uh a little more content with my a game please do mark please do just kidding okay. just kidding <laughs> well I'll see you later <laughs> all right bye everyone oh my gosh i forgot to mention like before we forget about them all together the fucking bopsy twins i just love when elena finds her jacket and they're just like you don't have sisters do you <laughs> right just really resonates with me and you it's true Least favorite scene and favorite scene. Do you want me to go first? Sure. Or do you want to go first? Okay. Um, my least favorite scene, just because it's so dumb and pointless, was the Elena and Richard thing going to Megan and Sean's. I have a favorite scene, but I also appreciated that Felicity was painting again. And side note, I really liked that painting. Like the girl like looking out the window. It was just really cool. But my favorite scene was, um, it's when Noel is like, really trying to make sure that Felicity's birthday is fun. You know, like, at least let me take you out for your first legal drink. And I don't know. I liked that moment. Yeah. Um, my favorite part was probably, like, the Noel storyline. It just was fun and, real, like, relatable. And, yeah, like, as far as the job front goes. He looks really adorable in this episode. Mm-hmm. My least favorite storyline, I'd probably go out on a limb and say, like, agree with you. I guess so it's not out on a limb, but that Elena Richards stuff is stupid. And Javier. God. Both of the, like, I feel like Javier and Elena are just really not getting the stories that they should be getting. I mean, like, is Javier back with Samuel right now? Is he not living at the apartment? I, like, is Elena still, like, pre-med because she's, like, never in class. She's never studying anymore. It's just weird. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, Ben or Noel this episode. <laughs> well, I'm going to have to go. I would pick them both like equally. I'm going to do that. Like I don't have, I feel for Ben. Noel shouldn't have told him that way. But I do agree that it's good that the cat's out of the bag. And I would just go, I'm, I'm like down the middle. You? I'm going to lean. I agree with you. But I'm going to lean more towards Ben just because it tugs at my heartstrings just a little bit with the dad stuff. And I feel like the Felicity stuff is Maybe not his side, but, like, the Felicity stuff, like, kind of helped him, like, push him in the right direction towards his dad stuff. So I'm going to, yeah, I'll go with Ben. And he could have been a real dick to Lauren because, like, who the fuck is this lady? But he, like, wasn't. You know, he's pretty, like, nice. So, yeah, I'll go with Ben. But it's a tough episode to pick one of those two. Right. Because uh, we're on to some uh, lifestyle categories, huh? Yeah, man. I think we should just start in order and then wait till the end for the stuff. 
the wedding stuff. Okay, so food news. I think a lot of my food news will probably tie into Michigan, but we do have some by ourselves. We tried a new chicken recipe last night that turned out really good. It was just one Mark like made up in his head, shocker. And I made some corn salad from Skinny Taste. And then we're making the bruschetta chicken from Skinny Taste tonight for dinner, which I'm super excited about. I think my favorite food news over the past couple weeks has been the steaks that Mark and Phil made for us in Michigan, which was the Wagyu fillets. So good. Yes. I mean, like, wow. Yeah. And am I missing anything? Um, No. Um, So, yeah, the Wagyu beef was definitely the star of the show. Um, We really splurged there and got four eight-ounce Wagyu steaks, which is a lot of meat. Cooked to perfection and... Cut like butter, man. Hold on. My only other food news is since being in Michigan and coming home from Michigan, I have discovered that I like gin. So I stocked up a little bit on my new favorite Petoskey gin and made myself a cocktail last night. I'm not a drinker really at all. Definitely don't drink during the week. So yeah, I'm excited. You know, we got some lavender syrup from the lavender farm and some lavender honey and just going to be a great treat to mix up a cocktail here and there. Yeah. So brief on this recipes. So, okay, we have this place in Petoskey. It's called High Five. And it's they make their own vodka. Spirits. They're very famous for their vodka. And their gin has won a bunch of awards. Their gin is really good. It's not a super, super strong, like, balsam piney taste. Like, a lot of gin, it has infusions of lavender and ginger. And it's so good. So you found this recipe to mix the ginger... So it's like you make honey syrup, which is honey with like a little bit of warm water to thin it down. And then however much gin you want and then soda water and then squeeze a lemon in it or, you know, squeeze some lemon in it. And it's just freaking delightful. It is so good. Yeah, we had such a good time with them. And then I ended up buying my own bottle of this, too, so I could replicate what you did. Food news for me, um, pretty exciting. We're in the summer. We're into like strawberries and great produce. So... It's hard to think about food news the last few weeks because it's all like – I mean, you and I went to the Bear Creek Organics Farm and I bought tomatoes and basil and made bruschetta and – Such good bruschetta. Then, I don't know, last night I made a new recipe from Pinch of Yum. It was their greens and beans tacos, but it was really good. Um, I think I'm going to try to make some tahini chocolate chip cookies tonight. I don't know. They just sound really good. What is tahini? It's sesame seed paste. So it's like a nut butter kind of. Got it. Okay. But yeah, you know, we ate a lot of really good food when you were here. We went out and had your favorite calamari you've ever had. Um, <laughs> we had some truffle fries. Pretzels. pretzels. Um, we really didn't go out to dinner except like one night. We did like a happy hour with appetizers. And we went to High Five every day. Yeah. we At went, least Mark and I did. Went to Pontel Farms and we did not get there on their pizza night, but... We did order some good – you had like a peanut – cold peanut salad, noodle salad, and we had a kale salad. Oh, it was delicious. Just delicious. You know, it was just – it was great. We've had a lot of good food over the past few weeks for sure. Yeah. Um, TV news? Well, I'm all caught up with The Hills. Or shit, no, I'm not. That's right. I'm still behind one episode. But I'm – so you and I are at the same part of The Hills. And, you know, I was going to give up on it. But then I realized I just needed to go into it with like a lighthearted attitude, much like Heidi does with her life. Plus, and I told you how good, I know, good it was. You did. Yeah. Well, you said it was very funny. And it was. I laughed out loud a lot. 
that fucking whose kid is that? Rick Ron. Oh, Rod Stewart's kid? Rod Stewart's yeah. kid. He is so gross and cringy. And Adrena's reaction to him in this final episode, or this episode that we had just recently watched, it was perfect. And I laughed so hard. It reminded me of like every cringy date I've been on, which is about two. But uh, anyways, just so good. So I'll, I'm going to keep on trucking with that. Yeah, I love it. I mean, okay, and I've been this person, but Heidi and Spencer just like live life to the fullest, okay? And I don't really like like Heidi and Spencer that much, but they're fine. And whatever, they're just out there living their life. It's quarantine is over, they're back. And fuck you guys. Like the people who <laughs> sat there with like the smudge, like the smudge bitch face, like I never want to be that person again. And I've been that person. I mean, right, as we all have. Yeah. And we've all been Heidi and Spencer, that's or Heidi in that situation. Right. <laughs> you know? Yeah, and whatever. It's a great show. Um, I'm about an episode behind still on Top Chef, but good season. Love it. No complaints. Yeah, I just, like, I don't have a clear – I mean, like, don't get me wrong. I like Don a lot, but I, there's nobody in this season that I'm, like, hardcore rooting for. Like, if they get voted off, I'd be so sad, or if they don't win, I'll be so sad. Like, nah, just not. They're all just kind of, like, it seems like a very, like, even playing field for Top Chef this season. Yeah, like – Except for Jamie that's there right now. I think Shoda, Gabriel, and Don all have, like, pretty um, even killedness to win. Yeah. Who's the other name you said? Jamie. Oh, oh the girl. Yeah, I'm not counting her because I don't think she's that good. But I think Shoda and then the other three. And then, let's see, what else? Oh, and then we watched The End of the Handmaid's Tale last night. So I, I listened to the podcast that I listened to, which is called eyes on Gilead I think I got that wrong last time we talked about it but it's the one I always go to when the handmaid still starts back up again I thought maybe they'd offer a little bit of I don't know just their own insight into the final episode and they're more recappy like they don't give a ton of like their thoughts and stuff yeah I still you know I'm a week now removed from the finale and I just still don't know how I feel about it so I read well I half-heartedly read a Hollywood reporter interview with the showrunner about the finale and I got some good insight so he was saying that the final scene could be taken like obviously it could be taken a lot of ways but it could simply be June needing five minutes where she doesn't have to talk about what happens where she just can be with her daughter or you know questions are is she going to join the resistance or turn herself in and I guess like the storyline for Fred has been in the works since like season three like for him to kind of go out like this um but he'll definitely be back because the way this guy made it seem like there's so much backstory that they want to give on so many characters that they just haven't had time to do. And especially like Serena and Fred, which I would be down to see that, like how Gilead came. For sure. Mm -hmm. So he said there's just a lot more story to tell. Good. Because like, I feel like we got a lot of backstory in the first couple of seasons about a lot of people, but we really haven't seen a lot about Fred and Serena. Like when it started, I want to know more about, like Nick's backstory kind of, or like mainly yeah. why he isn't leaving. And I want to know more about Joel, AKA Tuella. Yeah. You know, I'm just curious. I'm curious about both worlds right now. I'm curious about the Canada world and Gilead. I just want to know, like, I want to know the ins and outs of it. That's all. Yeah. And so it was an interesting read. I can forward you the article. Um, but yeah, it gave me a little bit of insight and I felt better. And I totally didn't put two and two together at the end when, 
it's his finger that she's sending to Serena because Ser- <laughs> because Serena's finger got cut off. Oh, I didn't even. Yeah, it's just like the whole. Yeah, whatever symbolism. Yeah, thanks. Anything else that you're watching? Just The Bachelorette. Oh yeah, yeah. Which is fine. I'm gonna try really hard to stick with it this season. I really like Katie. Um, I think she just is like a pretty real girl. I will say the last episode. I like haven't finished this past Monday's like what was that episode three, but episode two was a real tough watch for me. I'm really over these um, challenges with like the mud wrestling and the like. They had to all get up on stage in front of people with like sex toys and like like tell me why like you're the best lover or something. I'm so over all of that stuff. Like good on Katie for being like super out there and like positive. That's great, but like. Again, if the roles were reversed in this, it would be, like, really offensive. And I just – I want them to stop doing these types of things. I don't want them to mud wrestle. I It's so stupid. Like, it's I just, just campy. Or I think they might have said that in the podcast I was listening to. It's just very campy. Yeah. And it's just, like, it's so done with. It's so overdone. And, like, you know, then I felt so bad because in that one challenge, the virgin was on in that group date. And he was having such a hard time with it. And then he finally got up there and, like, told his piece or whatever. And I'm just like, fuck you guys for making him do that. Like, it was so bonkers. Yeah. And, like, I just – I don't really like any of these guys. They all seem really douchey. There's, like, ugh. Anyways, but I'm going to really try to stick with it. (laughs) Cool. Yeah. I feel like I should start at season – or at episode three or something. Or just maybe episode two. Episode one is just fluff and dumb, but – But you just hated episode two. But is there stuff you need to see? Yeah. Like, it's worth it to watch. And, yeah, there is stuff you need to see. And okay. it goes by fast. Cool. But otherwise, I don't think there's any, you know, we're just about to finish up season 32 of Survivor. So we're trucking along with that. These newer, older seasons are so good. And we really, like, we fell off with good girls. There's just a lot of things we need to pick back up now that we're kind of, like, back in our normal normal life and normal routine. But that's kind of where we're at right now. Nice. How's Succession? Oh, good. Can't wait for season three. Cool. Yellowstone's going to come back at some point. We really need to get in. Somebody else brought up Yellowstone to us, and I'm just like, God damn it. I'm trying to think if Mark would like it. I think he would. I mean, we both really like Kevin Costner. Yeah, and I think it's just like a pretty smart show. It's just, again, it's a Montana version of Succession, literally. Which we should watch, or? Yeah. Um, <laughs> moving on, let's talk about the wedding. We're, we're talking a lot this episode. It feels so weird that the wedding is over. I'm not just saying this to like say it, but it was really the perfect day. Mark and I, not that we tried to find things wrong with it, but like there's nothing we look back on and it's like, oh, we should have done this differently. Or, you know, we have made a pact that we're not going to be those people who tell people to not have a wedding because we got that advice so much from people. Like you guys should just skip the wedding and just have a big party. You know what, people, you do you, okay? Our wedding was a fucking blast. It seemed like everybody had a lot of fun. It's like we danced and we laughed and it was just like, the most joyous day yeah it was so good to see everybody having such a good time like it was just it was just a day filled with joy like that's it and it's funny so mark and i did our first look before the ceremony and i didn't cry but it was like very like you know like i felt like i was like beaming and and then like in the car i told Kristen, i'm like am i gonna cry at some point today because i had just felt very like numb not in a bad way, but just kind of like going through the motions and whatever. But then when we got to the spot to take our pictures, our uncle Greg, who was walking me down the aisle in place of our dad, I like just fucking lost it. <laughs> like, 
like right. it was very it was a very good moment and like a feeling I'm sure I'll never like get again like when I turned the corner like my knees started to shake when I was going down the aisle and like I just one of my favorite highlights of Kristen from the wedding is before I read my vows I like turned around and I was like I need a Kleenex and she handed me one and then she was like it's used I don't know. So it's just like little moments like that make me laugh every time I think about them. And yeah, it was just like, I couldn't have asked for a better day. Yeah, we we got to see some of the photos about 30 of them. And they all Mm -hmm. looked so good. Like the photographer was awesome. The DJ was like played a really wide variety of music. I mean, it was just a really good day. Really good day. And I mean, besides the wedding, we had the wedding shower, which was lovely and the bachelorette party, which I mean, I don't do bachelorette parties, but it was so much fun. Like it was just all in all like a great round of events. And it feels so weird that it's just like over. We got our actual marriage certificate in the mail. It was waiting for us when we got back from Michigan. So it's like legal and official. Right. Yeah. So and, I'm now. Oh, God. You're now Mrs. I Weinman. was going to say, I'm now. Yeah, I'm now Brianna Weinman. So whoop, whoop. It's so <laughs> funny. Like I took my name on so fast. Like I never had a problem like after about a month writing the right name it was just like always very exciting Shana. yeah um and yeah your guys is michigan honeymoon it was a pretty great week the weather was perfect we sat out on the porch every night we had a fire we went and visited relatives who were camping nearby kristen and i got matching tattoos oh, we got matching tattoos which we got two sprigs of lavender a big one and a little one for like big sister little sister <laughs> and yeah it was awesome just really wish you guys would come back soon it was just like it's funny because like after the wedding like we couldn't stop smiling and laughing and like just talking about it and then like after well during and after I feel like every day like getting ready to go to bed in Michigan Mark would just be like it's been such a great week so far every day yeah but then on the way home it's like we talked about it and it's just like it's a great period that we'll look back on very fondly until you know we make the big move to Michigan right exactly yeah (laughs) Yeah. Yay. Um, yeah. I God, we, we're missing a segment though. What are we listening to? But oh, um, I because I only want to say that the podcast you told us about the Lost Hills, Cold Lost Hills, um, is so good, and I can't wait to finish it. Yeah, I fell asleep during the majority of like probably four episodes, so I really don't like have a lot of like the really good meat of it. But it was good the parts I listened to. Yeah, it was a really it was exactly what we needed. When we had like four hours left of our drive. Yeah. Yeah. I've just been listening to a lot of Bachelor content. Um, a lot of jam session, Chrissy Teigen, whatever. I'm over tea time, I've decided. Yeah. Tea time gets tough. It's just not our generation. The stuff they talk about. Makes me feel old. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, that's the only thing. Well, it's so great to get back into Felicity with all of you guys. And shocker, we're not taking a break next week. We'll be back with episode seven title to come title to come because i can't think of it right now and yeah like i mentioned follow us on instagram ben versus noel and we'll be back with you guys next monday have a great week and thanks for coming back with us bye bye